Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. My Song Sak would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to the elders both past and present. Hello and welcome to My Song Suck, the show where we listen to bad songs from good writers. I'm Alex Smith and I'm a musician. I'm James Keogh and I'm the friend of a musician. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to My Song Suck. It is ep- season three. It's episode oh bloody thirteen probably. Yeah, <laughs> we, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> we've lost track at this point. We've been sitting in this studio for the past two and a half years. We don't know. <laughs> It's all, it's all jazz, baby. Um, we're back. My name's James Keogh. My name's Alex Smith. And uh, yeah, just another great ep ahead of us. We've got a song. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that tickled me. No, I mean, you know, I like to declare how good the episode's going to be before we even do it. It's true. Start it off right. Another great ep. Another meaty uh, ep from your favorite boys. Yeah, they are. Just in here again. Hello. Hello. It's the boys. Yeah, it's the boys. We're going to talk about a song. <laughs> What are we talking about? The song. This song is called Too Much Love. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds like a good thing, doesn't it? Well, you might. Oh, actually. Oh, wait. No, I forgot. The song flips on his head. Yes. In this oh, context, yeah. it is a good thing. But Queen would have you believe that it will kill you if oh, you can't make up no. your mind. Well, let's uh, take a listen. Sometimes you love someone too much, you come on too strong, and you give them all your love. They are struck dumb as they're overcome with thoughts and feelings new. They need the space and by the look on their face and say they're gonna be asking you. And sometimes they roll it over. In their minds Realizing What they had The whole time They decide they can't live Without what they had back there And before you can say Of course I will
cute. Yeah, I like that it's one. A, I like it too. That's it, a little ditty. It was one of the uh, the rare ones that made it onto my iPod. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I f- I feel that that makes sense. Hmm. It's definitely of the of the um, top of the crop. Yeah, as they say. Yeah, short and sweet. Short and sweet. Uh, I'm getting big uh, meatloaf vibes. I think. Ooh. Where do you where do you get that from for this song? Just the beltiness of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will say that the uh, the the year is 2010. So this is mm-hmm. one of the later ones. No, sorry, Alex. It's 2020 <laughs> at the moment. Sorry. God it's, damn uh... it. <laughs> yeah. The genre that I wrote was bitchin. Okay. Apparently. All right. Self-described Calm down, by Alex. Calm down. Uh, and this was uh, back in my vlogging days. I made this song for a vlog. And cool. I, yeah. And so I have my little, I'm Alex. And, I'm... and then at the end of it. Um, I was like, and here's another music video because because you guys seem to, I can even fucking do it, but like, and I've done another music video because you guys seem to enjoy the music videos, I guess. So uh, I hope you enjoy <laughs> this one. And then I like, it was just me. I think I like did like musical theater style dance with like a hat, one shirt and jeans. And I just like put a hat on sometimes and I'd like super cringe, like very exactly what you're imagining that <laughs> and like all from one angle and then i'd jump into different places through jump cuts and like lip sync and wow yeah you got you got the tapes you got the uh i do but i have made them all <laughs> private and i don't want uh-huh. anyone to ever find them uh maybe if the podcast gets big that can be a the second fucking leg of this horrible journey no <laughs> zane's shaking his head i mean i agree they're just irredeemably terrible but uh how many of these music videos did you make i remember there was this one there was also one called it's too hot to wear a jacket (laughs) (laughs) um and that really was exactly that it was quite it was just about australia being hot and how you you want to wear a jacket but you can't and it sucks that's classic comedy right there it's classic comedy that was when in my comedian days Uh i can't fucking believe that i thought it was a comedian (laughs) <laughs> but um so that's a little bit of fun context so you wrote this one ex- like explicitly for that vlog for that um thing i think i had written it and mm-hmm. then i was like i'm proud of this and it's semi-relevant to what i'm talking about so i'll just tack this on to the end sure yeah so the music video was yeah specifically for the vlog and then the song was already around yeah and i say music video it's really that thing of you with your siblings lip syncing to a song mm-hmm. through the the laptop <laughs> camera good yes. except it's just me that was 100 <laughs> what it was so oh, fantastic that's a microcosm of what that was <laughs> fuck beautiful but like but relatable you know what i mean like we've all done it yeah everyone else has the good sense not to share it though i think <laughs> everyone i think have that little voice where like maybe I, I'll, I'll see how i feel maybe in like 10 years this will embarrass me and then they're like thank god i didn't <laughs> that being said there's a lot of you know, quotation mark cringe content out there. And here's the thing. If if I didn't share content without mm-hmm. any sense of shame, then I wouldn't have had the confidence or the experience to be the musician I am today. So don't let exactly. shitty, grumpy people shame you into not sharing your content. Post your cringe. Post your cringe. Be proud of your Lose cringe. subscriber. Gain subscriber. Yeah. Post your cringe. <laughs> Eat hot chip. <laughs> lie. Eat hot chip. Lie. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay, great. I think that's a nice context. Um, I have to assume that it is about a person. 
just knowing you. I think so. I think so. I can't but remember. This seems who. like a positive story, at yeah. least. Yeah. So I think the story was that there was a girl that I liked in high school, mm-hmm. and I asked her out, and she said no, mm-hmm. and then after a oh no, I think I was dating her, and I think she broke it off because I was too much trademark, as uh-huh. I remain to be. You know, maybe maybe people just aren't enough. If they say you're too much, maybe their cup isn't big enough to handle you. Get sure. you someone who can handle you when you're too much, but also get on your own shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> learn how to regulate your own emotions. But, um, yeah, so I, I think I was too much in the relationship and then she left. And then I think she came back. And I think I interpreted that as sometimes being too much <laughs> is just enough. Just right. <laughs> Which is such a fucking terrible take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. Oh, boy. Once again, my music skill is increasing, and the only thing holding the song back is who I am as a person. (laughs) Every time, baby. Just when you make a leap forward and it's like, this song sounds really good. There's a really good solo. In fact, it is actually about, you know, killing puppies. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, it is trash. Okay. It's a shame that I had that phase of my life. Yeah. Should we dive in? Should we we break it down? Let's. Let's. I got the scuba gear on. Blub, 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 blub. Blub, 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 blub. Let's take a dive. Sometimes you love someone too much, you come on too strong, and you give them all your love. They are struck dumb as they're overcome with thoughts and feelings new. They need the space and by the look on their face and say they're gonna be asking you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, you go, you go. It's good, like, it's good. They are struck dumb uh, as they're overcome with thoughts and feelings new. Don't, they are struck dumb. They are dumbstruck. That's not, you can't, you can't Yoda dumbstruck. Oh, man. I, I, I felt like struck, stricken dumb. He was stricken dumb. Dumb, of course, being a, a word that we're not meant to say anymore. Right? Right. Yeah. But um but be, being stricken dumb is a thing. Let's have a cursory goog. Struck dumb. Okay, I'm cursory googing it. Alright, fair enough. Struck See? dumb. You fucking come for me in my house. You know, dumb who in I the am. sense of, of being speechless. Speechless, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Alright, I'll give you that one. However, the first verse Yeah. is terrible. You know how sometimes you love someone too much? You come on too strong and you give them all your love. What? You know what? I disagree. I think it's. I think it's fine. It doesn't rhyme. I say love too much. Oh right, you mean like song wise? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're no, analyzing it's, it's... a song. <laughs> no, I just thought you meant like thematically, like, like it's all fine except for the and then you give them all your love. But I know why I kept it because I feel the same now. Because mm. here's the thing. You know how sometimes you love someone too much. That's yeah. important. That's establishing the theme of the whole song. You love someone too much. You come on too strong. Still important. The fourth line should be something other than, and you give them all your love. However, and you give them all your love. It's such a cool fucking line. It's a good belter. It's a good belter for sure. And it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't be as great with any other thing. 
And so yeah. that line has to stay. And so you're stuck with, you know how sometimes you love someone too much, you come on too strong, and you give them all your love. Mm, but like you mm. just said, you love someone a whole bunch, you love them a bunch, and you just love, 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 love. <laughs> But I guess you could say that uh, in this context, there's too much love. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you say that's just enough? <laughs> this whole song is so stupid. <laughs> like the premise. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> it is it's like such a like a small window of things happening where it's like okay they left and then they come back and maybe it was fine like it's it's these like three thoughts yeah it's like it's not like maybe they came back because i had other redeeming qualities or maybe you know, like right. maybe they have a people-pleasing thing and they need to be needed by someone, even a broken mm. person like me. It's like, you know what? I think the reason that I left is the very thin they got them <laughs> crawl them back. They right, always come right. crawling back <laughs> to old overbearing Alex. <laughs> they love me. Ten out of, nine out of ten dermatologists hate me. Oh, boy. But one out of ten, keep on coming back, baby. Hey. <laughs> That's my love. dermatologist, baby. <laughs> Uh, what do we even say about this song? I don't know. It feels like a pretty lightweight one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what, what makes... <laughs> uh, we're going to get existential here, but what makes a song worth talking about for a while and what makes it a light one? Yeah. Because this one's pretty... Like, it's not too bad to listen to and I don't say anything particularly terrible. Exactly. Um. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like, who... Do you know who your influences were? For, uh, like, it, it feels like... <laughs> I'm I'm reaching for the uh the go-to questions. The who were your influences? Like the you know How did you come up with the name Your Man Alex Smith? Right, when right. When did you start playing? <laughs> um I I don't know. I mean I was listening to Santana. I mean the guitar solo is pretty good and I you know if I fucking say so myself, I guess. But um mm-hmm. yeah, I can, I can see the meatloaf influence but only because I know that I like me. Yeah, mm. yeah. I will say that um, I have the line. Sometimes you got to be a little rough, but sometimes oh, too much yeah. love is just enough, and that adds a an upsetting context to it, which is yeah. not what I intended it to be. <laughs> it was just a rhyme in the context mm. of like too much of something, and so if you love something too much, you're probably going to sure. be rough. But uh, it definitely sounds really bad, and I didn't yikesy, mean it that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it didn't help that in the the music video, during that bit, I thought it'd be funny if I pretended to like strangle someone and like kill them, and then I like look crazily into the camera as like a serial killer. Because I was like, as just like a cutaway thing. Yeah, because it's like, haha, sometimes too much yeah. edgy edgy humor. But um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see how you thought that might be funny. <laughs> yeah, right. Back in the day, uh, it seemed like a good I can also see idea. how... Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I can't stress enough that I'm not saying sometimes <laughs> you've got to be a little rough, even though that's what I'm literally saying. <sighs> God damn it. But that that's the only beef... That's literally the only beef I have with this song. That and it has a fade yeah. out. That's the thing. Is like... Oh, also, okay, so... Rough is in like clumsy with your love, <laughs> you know. Not just no, like, I get you. I get you. Right? God damn! <laughs> I'm not oh, gonna get anxious boy. about this episode. Rough is in clumsy. 
rough isn't clumsy. Yeah. Like if you Sometimes. if you love a flower, you like you, you know clumsy. Okay. Here's okay. <laughs> this as we mentioned, lightweight song. Yeah. You gotta beef it up. How do you beef it up? How does current day Wymus beef up this song? Make it, you know, a bit more substantial, a bit more meaty. Well, the only like my go to would be if I were to make this like a song that I'd release. Mm. Would I guess I'd be add length? But I can't think of any more length I'd add to it. I think it's it really says yeah. what it's saying very quickly. Well, I think like it's very sort of simplistic in what it is saying. Maybe add mm. depth to why you know, like I think I think we have that one verse. Um, sometimes they roll it over in their mind. Yeah, actually, we can listen to it. It's the next oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's take a listen. And sometimes they roll it over in their mind Realizing what they had the whole time They decide they can't live without what they had back then And before you could say, of course I would Yeah, I think adding a little bit. Mariah Carey trill there. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think adding just like a bit more like nuance to that mm. rather than just like, and then they realized I'm the guy. <laughs> I mean, but like maybe the reason that we're enjoying this song is because it hits the ground running. Mm. It says what it's going to say. It sits in there for a bit and then it leaves. You know, it doesn't overstay right. its welcome. I don't. It does. I don't think I'd release a song today because I I would like to think that I write less self-indulgent music now. That being said, my new album is very self-indulgent, especially given the uh, the ever-shifting landscape of the world. It feels like it's almost irrelevant. And I, I'm having a big existential crisis of like... Right now you are, yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, how can I even write music? Nothing that I have to say matters right now. Sure, you know? sure. Unless I'm talking about these big world events. And my music hasn't been so far. But that's not really on topic. I guess that's just a little peek into the old warmest <laughs> brain. So what's going on up in the uh, the, the brain? <laughs> uh, to that, uh, yeah. I would say, I think that like stuff still needs to be made that is not about the world's crises. You know, like part of getting back to normal and, and seeing our... our us and our friends through it is mm. to just keep putting out stuff that keeps us going. Like it's great to to be conscious of all these things and be mm. active about them. But if we want to just wallow in our in our uh, whatever, like we should we should be doing positive things as well. It's true. Part part of me is that that mindset of like, should we even return to normal? Should we shake the world out? But I also that I see content like there's some content that doesn't try to be game changing, doesn't get into politics mm. and like. You know, if it's just like, this is our cake-making channel, and we review mm. cakes, and, like, there are people fighting the fight, and sometimes you got to take a break from the fight because it kills your brain and it hurts your heart, and you're just like, exactly. I appreciate that this cake-making channel just talks about cakes. You know? Exactly. And I don't... The thing is, I don't resent the cake channel for not talking about bigger issues, <laughs> so I don't know why I hold myself to the same standard. I guess maybe because that's kind of the, the role of art, right? You know, the yeah. artist... They got to hold a mirror to society and challenge, make the uncomfortable feel comfortable and make the comfortable feel uncomfortable. And No, comfort right, the un... Yeah, you get what I mean. 
I I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like it's it's not as if you're not doing that. You know, it's not as if you're just making cakes. You know, like mm. you've been pretty active in in sharing resources where you can in in making your voice heard and using your platform to uh you know amplify those things and then and you always have the right to make your art like it's you there's no wrong time to be putting stuff out we always talk about me i feel so bad i hope it's a podcast about you but well yeah it's it's a podcast about my work but we as friends reflect on it and i feel like it's true there's this unwritten thing that is like the alex show but like you're here and you're valid and i, I care about you you do awesome you stuff someone's gonna keep keep the lights running it's true you're the, you're the money maker. <laughs> people sign in for the james they stay well they they come for the alex they stay for the james it's, it's how we work it's how it works baby <laughs> oh boy this this song the fact that there's like so little of this song to comment on that we've started talking <laughs> about broader cultural issues i enjoy uh, it what's that i enjoy it oh nice i'm sorry i keep asking what was that i gotta go and clip it now i gotta go back and yeah. clip it now james do you want a clean one no i don't because we got a clean one, and I'm able to uh, snip around even this conversation. Snipping this too. Remember Bye. it with your own mind, because it'll be gone from the actual thing. Bye, editing Alex. We'll <laughs> see you later. <laughs> see, this is good. This is gold, but we can't keep it in. I mean, maybe in that context, it's funny if I leave that one in. Nah, 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 nah. Get this out of here. <laughs> All right. What is this? What is this episode even? I'm very comfortable with the energy that we've created in the studio today. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the song is just an entry point so that we can have a good chat. Yeah, because like the song is fine. Like it, it's got a dumb message that if you are right. too, if you are so much in a relationship to the extent where someone leaves you, but they come back, maybe the reason they left was because you were too much. That's an yeah. inherently stupid message for a song. It's also very funny because you start it as this like relatable thing yeah. and then the situation is like very specific that like they left and then came back because they realized that your your too much love was enough for them in that specific scenario. Um, it it It's just not this relatable thing. I will say this though. Mm -hmm. This song is an uncharacteristically good banger compared to the other Wymus bobs. Yeah. I think that like in the context of, of, do you mean in the context of this album? Yeah. Yeah. This album, past, past stuff, definitely not recent Wymus, but no. I, I feel like it's even kind of up there with recent Wymus in terms of arrangement. Yeah. No, I would agree. Although the intro is very plucky in a way that I sort of associate with bad early Alex. It's very sort of like, like, I don't know. That that seems to be a going on trend with all your intro solos. The intro intro? Yeah, the intro to this song. Are you referring to the solo? Not the no, the solo is a banger. Yeah. You damn get me right. Wrong. But the intro when it comes in, it's going like it's not that stuff. Yeah, that stuff. The solo. Yeah. Except it's not like that. It's just do, 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 do. Like it's very direct. You can see the notes. Well, I'll have you know that that was actually played on an actual guitar. 
well then, play better. <laughs> I thought I played really well in this song. I'm feeling very <laughs> attacked right now. No, not really. Because the chorus is sometimes too much love and just enough. And then that intro is because what it does, little wine of secret here for you, that Nick never mm. lets me keep in the songs, goddammit. If you start a song, oh wait, no, Julia Bride does it. <laughs> she um, stuck it in there. <laughs> she knocked it in there. Uh, but he cut it from fucking Trigger. Um, mm. Is if you have the chorus melody playing the intro of the song, the first time the audience hears it, they're like, oh, this is nice. And then when the chorus hits, they're like, I am familiar with this and I don't know from where, but I like it. And through the mere exposure effect, the audience are more likely to enjoy things that they're familiar with. So if you make them familiar with the chorus before they even hear it, then the first time they hear it, they become, uh, they enjoy it. Boom. Nice. Science. You Psychology. You just got musicked. By Consider me. me rebutted. Yeah, I'm all hyped up on sugar. <laughs> I ate a lot of sherbies. Let's keep the hype going. Let's listen to the solo. Oh, yes. Sometimes too much love is just enough. I say sometimes too much love is just enough. Because sometimes you gotta be a little rough. But sometimes too much love is just enough. I forgot we hadn't listened to the chorus yet. So that was the chorus. <laughs> well, there it is. That's the chorus, which is also pretty hype. Yeah. I enjoy it. I like that. I like how the pre-chorus leads into the chorus. Yeah. Back in your arms again. It like really leads into it. And then Absolutely. the chorus it hits you with that tonic. It does. Boom. Yeah. Have we talked about like choruses that just like repeat the same line? I feel like you have an opinion on that. I, yeah, because let it be. Let right, it be rubs right. me. Yeah. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. Yeah. But also, who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's all subjective. That's my thinking is like, this does it well in that like, you don't feel like it does that. Like it, you don't feel like it's repeating itself. I think the reason that let it be rubs me is because sometimes too much love is just enough is like a whole sentence. Right. Sometimes too much love is just enough. And then because something, and so it, it doesn't feel like it's repeating too much. Mm. Whereas let it be is literally let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Yeah. Let it be. And also it's like in the context of the song where it's like, Mother Mary came to me, whisper yeah. words of wisdom, let it be. And like, that's her big fucking world saving thing. She just says, let it be. And which inherently means don't get involved, which is such a <laughs> shitty fucking thing. That's so dumb. I think it's more of like a this too shall pass sort of thing. I guess. But... <laughs> Age to their own. You can, you can do whatever you want with the song let it be i really like the song let it be for what it's worth it was one of the you first what? you don't like half of it because you hate the chorus i like the melody the chords and it's catchy uh -huh. it was one of the first songs i learned to play on the piano and i was like this is nice this is pleasant i like this but as a song you know like fucking that that movie yesterday where it's like this is let it be this is one of the most beautiful songs ever written it's like all right mate <laughs> the most beautiful song ever written all right it's all right. It's all right. I feel like the people who listen to this podcast are probably big-time Beatle fans. You can still be a big-time Beatle fan and 
not like some of their music. Yeah. I, I'll I'll say that I don't listen to um what is it revolution number nine on oh, a yeah. daily basis yeah there's the, i'd say there's probably a 50 50 split as to how much beatles music you like traditionally because there's mm. the uh the fun side and then there's the right kind of side yeah of the beatles <laughs> where it gets real weird some of that weird stuff's good that's the thing <laughs> is like i wonder if if one of the songs that you if one of young Alex's songs was like a, a Beatles song, one of the weirder Beatles songs, right? Mm-hmm. Would we look at it? Would we look at it through the eyes of like, whoa, this is actually pretty revolutionary. Or would we be like, what is he doing? What is, what is that? Like, I'm really torn because hmm. there's, there's a part of me that feels like average songs from well-known artists who have in the past, rele- I think that art, Artists get to where they are by releasing great music, mm. unless you know, you know, the X Factor and blah blah blah. But like, I think they get to a place. But then I think they can release out some average songs that the average person could write. But because it's like a superstar writing them, they get more fame, more attention than totally. the average song would get. Mm. But I also feel like it's sour grapes of me to be like, I could write a better song than Taylor <laughs> Swift. I just don't have her platform because, like, you know. She got to where she was by being an amazing songwriter. And like, if right. I were that good, like that, it's that thing of like, it's who, you know, it's where you are. It's all luck. But there does come a point where you do actually have to be good mm. to get somewhere. Like if you, if you have a, a musician friend who's really, really good and you're like, wow, you're really good. Like, I can't believe you haven't taken off. Like you'll tell someone about that friend and they'll tell someone and like, it will spread. Mm. You know, I, I think there's definitely that thing of like great artists don't always make it. But, like, a lot of them do, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess, like, you almost have to have a certain level to be able to make, like, weird stuff that pushes the mold and have it be heard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't come out the gate coming down from left field. Like, I mean, I'm sure some artists could, but you almost, like, have to, like, situate yourself within you know like i mean you look at the beatles like they had you know they were doing their love me do's and their plucky stuff and then they like just went you know sideways with it and like it was great but they wouldn't have been able to come in that you know from that angle initially but like i i recognize in myself that i haven't written a song that's good enough to launch me anywhere yet and that's not any sort of self-deprecating thing i I think i've written some some good songs and like I, I'm, you know, I'm I'm proud of the work I've written, but like, I was really proud of Crazy Days when I wrote it, and then I wrote Guilty, and I was like, Crazy Days wasn't that great, and then I wrote this new album and looked back on Guilty, and I was like, Nah, Guilty wasn't amazing, and then I I looked back on early songs from this one that I've released, and I'm like, This stuff isn't, you know, it's not right. groundbreaking, you know. But that being sure, said, I've been like, yeah, I've been listening to this we, for like three years. Sorry, uh, what we have been able to do is like recognize the gems in in looking back like you know what i mean like it's not all been a negative experience no no certainly not negative i think i just i i'm not gonna be one of those musicians who's just like oh i i should be a superstar i just haven't gotten heard yet i recognize Mm. that like i i think that uh, it's it's that thing where people like oh it's all luck i think luck gets you in the position to do something amazing but it is talent and skill that you know, it's like, oh, by yeah. luck, 
fucking Andrew Lloyd Webber, I guess, like mm. ran across you. <laughs> but if you're like, here's my little dance, and you do like a shitty dance, he's like, oh, you suck. And then like walked away. Like you have to actually have right. the talent once you're exactly. in that spot. And I think that I've, yeah, like not in any sort of downplay way. I just, I don't think that I've mm. gotten to like mind blowing groundbreaking talent yet but i i'd like to think i will one day like i'm i'm writing this musical at the moment and i'm documenting the process for patrons who anyone who wants to check it out it's for one dollar patrons so it's very rare of me to do a documentary for one dollar patrons um but i I document in it where i'm like it's really frustrating because since this is the first musical i've written it will inherently be a bit shit and it sucks because i'm doing my best and i know that my best will be shit but it's like but i gotta write it because i'm not gonna get any better Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like a poorly written musical is better than no written musical at all. You know what I mean? Like get it out there, see what works, see what sticks, you know? And like at the very least at the end of the process, you have a, like a draft at the very, like that's the whole thing about drafting. It's just like getting thoughts on paper. Yeah. And like, you got to write them so that when you get to your 10th one, Mm. it is good. You know? Exactly. Exactly. You never so know. You can keep yeah. looking back. Um, let's actually listen to the solo. We, I, yeah, I messed up the point we were at in the song. I was too eager for this solo. <laughs> but uh, have a special listen to the end of the solo because uh, some soundscapes are introduced that I'm not a big fan of. Let's have a look. like what is that what is happening i think that that is a reference to the little shop of horrors musical film and i think particularly it's come on i swear on all my spores when he's gone the world will be yours ah sorry i didn't pick up on that one sorry yeah, didn't he get it? It was obviously <laughs> the from Little Shop of Horrors. God, James. Of course. That's me just grabbing in the dark. That's what it reminded me of. I A lot of the this process is me not actively knowing, but just something from inside my fish brain coming down <laughs> and being like, yes, that was Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> I think uh, the fact I was able to recall it so quickly to me says that's what right. I was going for. Makes sense. Sounds natural. Yeah. You do, I, I think at the start of this season, we also had a weird reference poll uh, that uh, we, it was the something man. The um, highwayman. It was the highwayman. By Alfred Noyes. <laughs> what a poem. Uh, we got um, a lot of references this album. Yeah. Man, I can't believe I read that whole poem in a cowboy voice for <laughs> epigraphy. What the I fuck can. was I doing? That's, um, that's a great, that was a great solo. That was a banging solo. Thank you. I'm really happy with it. And I even like the yell at the screech at the start. Yeah. The, I think if I had a better voice. But even then, I don't know. I no, don't, like I think, yeah. yeah. I don't play with falsetto often because I unfortunately have a very weak falsetto rather than like the 80s rocky, like, uh, Tyler. Ty- Steve Perry? Tyler Perry? Steve Tyler? One of them. One of those. One of those names in there. 
<laughs> Rearrange those. It's a for, fun little game for kids. Yeah. Lead singer from Journey. Mm. Um, yeah. Really amazing voice. Really amazing voice. And uh, I don't use my falsetto as much as I should. I use it at the end of Dream Girl. But even then, it sounds, yes. a bit, sounds a bit just like I'm putting on a female voice. No, I think this one, it like it didn't come across as someone trying to do a voice. And so, then the solo itself was like, it just went places, which I liked. Yeah, I didn't, I can't, I was going to say, I didn't do that thing where it's like, starts low and then goes up. But like, mm. it kind of does, but not in like a, a shitty way. I think it's, it's, it's more of a melodic solo. Mm. Instead of just being like, I am playing in the pentatonic scale that I know. I think I, I was like, I want to play. And then I figured out how to play it. Yeah. Although I will say the is very similar to what I find myself in trouble. And this is probably Let It Be Chords as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you think that was, that probably wasn't intentional. That's probably just because we were talking about Let It Be, right? Surely. Not intentional, but I definitely would have been aware of it at the time. Because believe it or not, I'm always very aware of like, this sounds like something else. Uh, right. I was I was writing for this fucking musical and I was like, oh, this is great. And I was like, oh, I've just written Into the Unknown. Again. <laughs> Happens all the time. Yeah. Very annoying. Uh, should we do Good and Bad? Yeah. I mean, it ends with another solo, but we, I mean, another of the chorus, but we don't need to listen no. to that. No, we we know it. We heard the chorus before. Oh, anyway. That being said, I do like that in the, the last one, it's like, mm, but... I do like a nice little flicky sum. Yeah, that's why like why I, I clipped it because you do have a lot of good backing stuff going on, but you're just sort of playing around with the. Well, yeah, let's, the let's give it a listen then, because I want to hear that. It's like those memes where it's like on TikTok where they type the whole text and then they type that bit like small and wiggly with like yeah, a tilde yeah. next to it. But sometimes too much. All right, just for you, big chief. Let's give it a listen. Let's let's give it and take a look. <laughs> Sometimes too much love for just enough Yeah, I said sometimes too much love is just enough Because sometimes you gotta be a little rough But sometimes too much love Okay, I, I also noticed that in that final one, so all the, the back and both, we kind of go back to that, the um the wild days of harmonies just kind of imp- improving whatever they want everywhere. It's like, sometimes, sometimes it's just a bit, like just kind of jumping in wherever. But I enjoy that in the final chorus, there's kind of like this breathy, sometimes too much love is just enough to kind of like bring them home. Bring them home, Alex's. Bring them home. From war. Bring them back. Where are they? <laughs> How long are you going to let me go for this? Now, now long is the amount of time I'm going to let that go on. That was good. I liked it. You let me dangle. I dangled. You dangled. Damn. That was a good dangle. Thank you. Got the angle on the dangle. Angle on that dangle. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I forgot what you were talking about when you said bring them home. What it meant. Uh, oh, the 
backing vocals. Sure, yes. Bring them home. Bring them home. Has this been a good episode? I honestly could not tell you. (laughs) I I think we managed to get a lot out of not a lot. This feels like an Ember Island episode in Avatar. You know, in Avatar, when they go to Ember Island, the Ember Island players. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like right. a real filler episode, like but you get to know the characters. A, a facsimile of themselves, a parody of themselves. Is that what this is? A parody of ourselves. Well, I, I meant more that it's a nice filler episode where you get to see the characters being themselves. Not always just, you know, you don't always have to be the Avatar. Sometimes you're just That's a true. dude. Just a guy. Just a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Good and bad? Uh, good. It does rock a bit. Guitar is tasty. Singing is pitchy, but I'm giving it some power. Impossible drums in the background makes me laugh. <laughs> Impossible drums? Yeah, they're fucking going hard the whole time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fucking the whole time. A good hook, I've written. Short mm. and sweet. Good solo. But sometimes... And that's it. That's my good. Nice. And my bad is the thing I said. Sometimes you got to be a little rough. Instantly makes it sound like assault, which it isn't. And yeah, fade out is pretty blah. Find a different line. Yeah. A different uh, rhyme for enough. Sometimes. You think uh, that it might not be enough. But sometimes <laughs> but, too much love. But. It's just enough. Sometimes. I'm thinking, I don't know, stuff. You just use stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We'll workshop it. Yeah, we'll workshop um, it. That, yeah, I think it's like devoid of a lot of the um, angst. Angst. There's like no... Because it's, it, it's more of a positive song. It's mm. kind of got that um, combi zombie energy to it where it's just like, I'm having fun making this song. And you can tell that he's just like enjoying himself. Yeah. Um, is, is it just that it's song. nice to hear someone making... Like being happy? Exactly. Exactly. I think there are a lot of songs that sort of suffer from the fact that it's got to tell this grand story and, and, you know, show the, the heartbreak and show the, this and that. And I think with this one, it's just sort of, yeah, it's, it's a bit more lightweight. Definitely, definitely one of the best of the, you know, love songs mm. that, we've, that we've heard. I think as well, because this was made for the vlog or it was made, I think I made it at a time when I was making music for the mm. vlog. So while I may not have made this for the vlog, I had the possibility of like, this might be seen by an audience. And right. I think that then made me add an element of like, it's got to be a certain amount of good. It's mm. got to be a certain amount of like enjoyable and accessible rather than like, this is a song for me to be heard by me. And it doesn't matter if it's good. And then I just release it anyway. Sure. You're not like, yeah, you're not like dealing with something. You're not dealing with your emotions via song yeah um, you're just sort of making a cool um, a cool song yeah i think um knowing that someone is gonna see your work often adds an element i found that a lot of the good stuff i've made is usually stuff i've had to make for uni <laughs> sure <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of the content the good wimus content is like i'm gonna get graded on this right or like yeah if i'm making it for youtube i'll go harder than i normally would if it's just like a demo like my demos still suck Sure. So I'm just like, you get the idea. <laughs> and like Nick uh, changes so much anyway that I don't want to get too invested in the demo anyway. If I make it sound too much like how I like and he changes, I get sad. 
Fair, fair enough. I read a, a sort of thing about how in like the mid nineties, um, Marvel commissioned James Cameron to make a Spider-Man movie. Oh, which like you think about it, you're like, oh shit, that's awesome. But they wouldn't pay him until they had like a screenplay yeah. out. And so he just like shout out this like terrible Spider-Man screenplay where like it's got Doc Ock, but he's not a doctor. He's a professor. And he like is all about the science of the forces. And he's just like this weird, like he thinks he's Spider-Man. Like he calls himself Spider-Man. And then there's like dialogue where just like, you can just tell that like it was completely spat out in like half an hour where it's like, you're Doc Ock. No, I'm not. My name's Spider-Man. You're the fake Spider-Man. We're going to fight now. Like it's so bad. Um, I don't want to get too nerdy on you, James, mm-hmm, but uh, in mm-hmm. the comics, uh, Spider-Man and Doc Ock did swap bodies for a Yeah, time. but that wasn't until the mid-2000s. So, really? Oh, my God. Maybe they got inspired by uh, James Cameron. Just James Cameron's shitty script. That being said, Spider-Man came out in, like, the 2000s, didn't it? Yeah, but this was the 90s. Oh. Well, I know that as well. I think I might have heard about that script, but it was that it was going to be all about coming of age and puberty and stuff so like he wakes up covered in like sticky sheets and like his body going through the changes of becoming spider-man was like it's also like puberty and it's like it's like no fuck that i don't like it i don't like (laughs) it you find hairs in strange places like on your thumbs and now you can climb walls (laughs) (laughs) we all go through it writes itself we'll go through our spider-man days and then you grow out of it I'm, you know, everyone's still in their Spider-Man phase. Love Spider-Man. I've been wearing a flannel for the past two us episodes, and I feel like I've brought a really weird, chill, dude bro energy. <laughs> you got that flannel energy. Yeah, I don't know if I like it or not. I'm currently like leaning sideways with my leg up on a chair. I've noticed your your demeanor. I like it. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think you could stand to be a bit more chill on this show. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. So it's a good energy. That's good. Um, it's because I had my cocoa nibs this morning. Yeah, the nibs. I had them you nibs. Do you, you diet, you get them nibs. Full of magnesium and zinc and antioxidants. I also have blueberries. Get rid of them free radicals. Reverse the signs of aging. Improve your, your memory into old age. Prevent Alzheimer's and dementia. Eat blueberries. That's just your wimus coming at you. Eat blueberries. And cacao nibs. <laughs> cool. So- <laughs> <laughs> the correct response. Uh, so thank you for listening. Uh, this, of course, has been My Song Suck. Not, uh, you know, we're sometimes a, a diet podcast, but not always. Sometimes. Nib chat. Sometimes. Nib chat. Welcome to the nib chat. Respect the nibs. Respect the nib, Karen. <laughs> Who's this? Um, What's that? Welcome to Nib I'm Chat. I'm trying to finish this show, Alex. You're making it very hard for me. I'm trying to start Nib Chat. This? Did you eat your nibs this morning? I'm trying to. I'm trying to stop Nib Chat, Alex. <laughs> I'm actively trying to stop Nib Chat. What about yes and <laughs> nibs? Nib. Is this a good nibs, word? Nibs. Okay. <laughs> What is this song out of 10 sucks? Oh my god, we didn't do 
We didn't do it for the oh, last time. Oh, no. I feel such regret. Do it now. For the last song? Yeah. And then do it for this one. All right. With tens, ten sucks is a lot of sucks. Zero sucks is not a lot of sucks, which means it's good. Ten means it's bad. I'm going to give Another World five sucks out of ten. Because musically, it's surprisingly good, but its content is actually terrible. And I feel like the goodness of the song is like, no, but it's not equal to the badness. All right, I'm going to give it seven sucks out of ten. Okay. That's fair. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give another world. I'll give it like a 7.5. An eight, an eight. I'm going to give it an eight. Zane has strong opinions. Did I fuck up? Nine? It's a nine from Zane. Nine out of ten sucks. Damn. It's a pretty bad song. I thought that musically, if you removed the lyrics and just had the <laughs> okay, melody. All right. And I guess if you removed the middles. All right. If you have to remove elements to make it a better song. Yeah, it's probably not not the way you want to do it. Yeah, the beatboxing and the spoken word, Zane says. That's oh, a good yeah, point. I forgot about that. I'm going to bump mine up. Mine's yeah. a nine. Okay, I'm also going to bump mine up to a nine. <laughs> In fact, it's okay. This song was so bad that I had to sit Zane down before even starting this whole podcast because I was like, <laughs> now bear in mind, this song is on the way. So I'm going to actually give this 10 out of 10 sucks. Fair enough. Because Fair it's enough. like, I've been anxious about that song for like three years. So, hey, I mean, we're in a, a post another world world now. Yeah, we're in another world now. <laughs> oh, no. I wouldn't say it like that. I guess. Uh, um, it's all downhill from here, right? Well, no, it would be all uphill, right? Oh, no, because it's, you, it's easy now. If you finished the song you were the most anxious about, now you don't have to be anxious anymore. Yeah, so you don't have to work going uphill, so it's all easy, so it's downhill. You're saying the show is going to go downhill. You're proclaiming that this show is going to go downhill. <laughs> no, as in we, the people traversing the hill, don't have to strive uh-huh. going uphill anymore. Now it's all downhill, so it's nice and Right, chill. we don't have to put in any effort anymore, so it's all downhill. For us. But For the us. show is on the up and up, I guess. We'll find new and exciting shit things in other songs that I didn't consider at the time because I was a younger uh, person. All right. How what about, about this song? How about this song? Yeah, out of ten. Um, I'm gonna give it two. Sucks I out of ten. I was also gonna give it two. Yeah, because it isn't really hurting anybody, and it, it's a bop. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. It's a bop. It's a bop. Yeah, it's a bop. I'm gonna call my daughter is a bop. <laughs> oh, is a bop. <laughs> Come hither, is a bop. Is a bop it? Is a twisted? No. Is a twisted? Is a pull it? And is a what was the other one? Shake it? Jerk it. Oh my god. <laughs> I think we had very different puppets. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. That's been the show. Um, if Wait. you like it, uh, sound out on Facebook and Instagram. Our oh, DMs man. are open. I just realized that some people are going to have followed since that good other episode we did. And they're mm. going to be like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. This is what it this is usual, baby. This Welcome is unusual. This one was unfocused. Because You're the right. song was have, average. We're usually a bit less gloopy. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, bud. Oh, you wow. Too. That was just ingenuous. I had to laugh first. Because <laughs> I was <laughs> I'm never gonna open up to anyone ever again. 
my darling where, dear. where can people find you we we're so i'm trying to finish this show what time is it where you are it's the same time as you uh, i thought sydney had weird times I've been it's the plano, like man. Three times with you, literally three times. I've had to explain that we're not on day- daylight savings anymore. But sometimes you where are, can... and it fucks me up. Alex, where can people find you? I'm your man, Alex Smith, and you can find me on Bandcamp, Spotify, and iTunes. If you enjoy my stuff, I'm also creating an album. It's available, not yet, because I haven't finished it. <laughs> but if you want to support me making it, Patreon.com. You can join for as little as one dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time. I provide lots of content for everybody, because I feel guilty about receiving money so i make sure that everyone gets their money's worth boom boom love that <laughs> and you can also find this podcast on the network that's not canon uh we've got a whole bunch of other shows on the network while you were steeping warm red earth lady mouth kill my darlings just a whole bunch of new shows all coming through all good um, shows all great shows uh, and you can support all of those shows uh, on uh, patreon.com slash that's not canon. And that's the end of the URL. I said it like there was going to be more. <laughs> um, you can hop there and support us uh, however uh, much or little you wish. Um, yeah, well then, till next time, uh, I've been James Keir. I've been Alex Smith. And, and this, this is My is Song, my song Suck. suck. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.